find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey, freaky friends. It's Michelle and Melissa from the Freaky Fridays podcast. We are sisters in separate states and love to talk about all kinds of spooky, freaky, and scary shit while drinking and laughing through our fear. Join us Fridays as we delve into everything from the world of the paranormal to scary movies to creepy stuff we find around the internet. Subscribe to Freaky Fridays wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Sleep tight. Make sure you leave the lights on. Freaky Fridays is a proud member of the Podmoth Network. For more awesome pods, check out podmoth.network. Hello, friends. I'm Taya. And I'm Sammy. And welcome back to the Offbeat Worm Podcast, Season 2. Episode 1. We're here. We're ready to go. We took a hiatus. It wasn't on purpose. We had some burnout. We had some stuff for high school. But high school's over. Burnout's over. College is in. Episode ideas are in. We're... We're going to have so much fun. We are. We're ready to make you laugh. We're ready to make you cry, but only if it's in a good way. Make you feel things. Maybe we'll inspire you to follow your dreams. <gasps> oh. Or maybe you just needed something to fill the silence on your drive to work. Either way, you're here. We're here. We're ready to go. I'm so glad you chose our voices to fill the silence on your That's drive to work. <laughs> honored. You're you're so nice. Um I would listen I would listen to my voice on a drive to work if it wasn't my voice. Okay, that's fair. I was gonna say I can't listen to myself. Like I don't mind my voice, but I can't listen to it. I was literally just telling Sammy when we were talking about editing that I have to listen I have to edit the episodes sped up so that our voices don't sound like our voices because if not it's like unbearable. Um, which I feel like is a pretty a common thing. I've heard other people say that. But either way, I hope your drive to work is going good or whatever else you're doing. Let's get right into it. Sammy's going to go first. Sammy, what do you have for us? What are we about to talk about? So real quick, because real quick. Uh, you might have heard in the trailer, but we're switching more to a science-y. Um, Thank you for mentioning that. I forgot. So like <laughs> less games, but like it's still going to be fun. But we're still going to keep it fun and funny. Just a f- a We're just not going to like play yeah. this or that anymore <laughs> we we ran out we, we ran, ran out, out of this is and that's to this or that yeah it's that simple so um now that we're in college and we have the the world of knowledge out there we're just gonna use some sciencey things and talk about that mm-hmm. um especially now that like we can say we're college we're women students. in stem oh my we god we are both college women in stem you're you're welcome this is about you i hope you're all prepared for your brains to be absolutely blown because we're about to get educated i say as if my segment isn't about history but that's fine we don't have to talk about that right now what are you talking about well my segment is i don't even know where to place it okay so i guess you would call it psychology maybe ish Mm -hmm. um some context my dad recommended this book he thought i would really like it and it's called after a book by a i think he's um a professor he has a phd his name is bruce grayson he's kind i think he's kind of old because he like researched this his whole life okay um it's all about near-death experiences interesting this is the kind of thing taya do you remember doing your dream podcast and you were like really excited and it 
ended up being like a huge research project. Uh huh. This is kind of like that. Fantastic. Um. So I was really interested. There were like some crazy, unbelievable things. First off, I'd like to just say that I am a science-driven person, mm-hmm. and I don't really believe that birds aren't real. <laughs> They're not. Birds I, aren't real. What I'm like what I'd like to say is that um I'm more like driven towards facts. Right. So this was kind of hard for me to grasp. Okay. Because there were the all these crazy things going on that were not medically possible. Mm. So this guy, he was a psychiatrist, I believe, and he worked with people who had near death experiences, which are called NDEs. Okay. Near death experiences. Yeah. Wow. Right? What a concept. (laughs) So creative. And the reason he started his research was because this one woman, and I believe her name was Suzanne. You can obviously look it up in his book if you so desire. But she had gotten into a really bad accident. I think she overdosed. She was unconscious, but... While they were operating her in the operating room, she somehow knew that the doctor, as in the professor who wrote this book, was all the way down the hall, had a stain on his tie, and could recite word for word the conversation he had with her roommate. Pardon? Yes. Nah. She was unconscious in the other room. And no one talked to her before the doctor did. This sounds like the plot of a sci-fi show that you'd watch. You'd be like, I'm comfortable watching this because I know it's not real. So, but it is. (laughs) You're giving me the heaps. There are literally thousands of other cases similar to this. That's insane. I got to read this now. Yeah. Um, The book was a little hard to get through just because he mainly was like, I'm so great. This is all about me. And uh, my research won me these awards. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, get back to the get right, back to right, the right, stuff right, where right, you right. like tell us and blow our minds yeah. kind of thing, you know? Um, but he really did blow my mind. There this woman had um a what I believe like one fourth of near death experiencers experience, mm-hmm. which is an out of body experience. Uh yeah. So there's this, I should preface with that, there is this theory that the mind is what the brain does Mm -hmm. originally. Mm -hmm. That's like just what scientists have believed for as long as psychology has been the thing. Yeah. However, we have to adapt that now. because adapted. Because many of these cases were of people who were brain dead. Mm-hmm. But still had thoughts, dreams, feelings, or out-of-body experiences. And the brain can't do if the brain isn't doing. Right. So how does the brain be doing if the brain can't do? Which is why they're now starting to shift their perspective to say that maybe the mind isn't just what the brain does. And the mind is what is influencing the brain rather than the other way around. Oh, it's like when they realize that the earth goes around the sun <laughs> and not the other yeah, way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. I don't, 
<laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to make that connection. It's a great analogy. Good like, job. Wow. Anyway, don't mind me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, which makes sense because there's no real explanation for how chemicals in our brain somehow form thoughts mm-hmm. and emotion mm-hmm. and your personality. Like, how does that work? Yeah. Right? Like, right. you have a personality no matter what. Right. Um, so that's one thing I found really interesting. That is super interesting. How, like, how does that brain work if what, there's no mind? Psychology is, like, the craziest thing to me. Like, I, I like physics. That's, like, my science thing. And that's, like, easy for me. Like, I can wrap my head around physics stuff, no problem. But you put psychology in front of me. I tried to do a psychology segment for this episode and I was this is I was like this is too much. Like I can't rep- it's insane. The human mind is bonkers. Oh yeah. But there is um within these near death experiences there are a lot of positives. That's good. Of course there were some cases where people were like I thought I was going like I thought I was legitimately in hell and uh, there was not ideal, you know, right, and bad I, things. I actually thought about that because there was only like, based on religion, there mm-hmm. were only a couple of people who thought that they were in heaven. Interesting. So like my question is if you are going through this near death experience, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously there's something going on, right? Right. But maybe your brain, just like dreaming, is trying to figure out a, like a solution to a problem that you can't understand. And that's where people have been like imaging heaven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you expect Holy shit. that you're going to go to heaven, you almost like self prophesize and believe that you're seeing you're heaven. Like manifesting it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You're like gaslighting yourself into believing it. Because the other thing (laughs) was that there were many people, specifically this one woman, who woke up and um, like in this near-death experience. Yeah. Okay. So not like real awake, but. Right, right, right. um, She said she was in a field of flowers, Mm -hmm. but they were colors she had never seen before. (gasps) Wait, that's sick. Yeah. No. So like. No way. So, like, maybe that's, like, the brain unfiltered. <gasps> Do you? Um, yeah. I just want everyone to know right? that I just, like, pushed my microphone in disbelief. That's. I know. Damn. Right? Damn. So, like, maybe what you're. <laughs> so, there are, like, two things. Maybe what you are expecting to see is what you see. And that's why people are, like there was a light or yeah maybe it's just like your brain trying to comprehend things that you can't possibly comprehend like said colors oh my god yeah dude but the brains man where (laughs) i'm so baffled (laughs) holy shit back to the common positive theme yeah, 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 yeah. um even the people who were like no i it was terrible and i hated it were like by the end of it it made me want to live or oh, they were like yeah. at the end of it i realized what i need to do to fix my life Ooh, so like even a slap in the face from yes. the universe 
<laughs> exactly. I love that. <laughs> Even the people who were like, that was a terrible experience, who were in the minority, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. were like, overall, I wouldn't have not had this near-death experience because it helped me in it's the like long run. like a reality run. check. Yeah. I, f- I like a slap in the face from the universe a lot. <laughs> That's funny um and the last thing i should talk about before i hand it over to you because honestly like i only i only got through like maybe five chapters of no, this book the thing is like <laughs> if you actually like like did this it would take forever oh my god yeah this is like a bite-sized little bit we could always revisit it and do it a little yeah at some point. i feel like this is very surface level it, yeah um but it's, i'm literally already baffled so you're doing great okay last thing i want to talk about is seeing other dead people paranorman type shit (laughs) well he wasn't dead but okay so i don't remember even there are cases throughout history of these near-death experiences Mm -hmm. right and so um Looking back, even through history, Mm -hmm. you can find these weird near-death experiences. One of them I'd like to bring up in in this topic of seeing other dead people. There was this one king. Don't don't ask me. This one guy. (laughs) He had a crown. It was pretty sick. Anyway, he died. Okay. And he had, like, written his will to, uh, you know, his brother and was like, brother <laughs> this is what to do <laughs> i don't know I don't think anyway <laughs> brother this isn't a will when you give someone like your money i yeah maybe he just gave his brother to do whatever <laughs> um he was very much pronounced dead okay the king guy mm-hmm. anyway the uh, people are about to like you know stuff his body or i don't know what what do you do when you die you like drain well, I, I guess it depends on it was how long it was ago long it was. it was long ago they probably so. weren't like embalming i don't, I don't know how That's old it. embalming is I, anyway i feel like embalming's like an old thing the egyptians embalmed no they mummified yeah isn't it different maybe i think so. <laughs> maybe embalming is part of we should do we can we can talk about embalming if, another time probably mummifying is part of a, a, no, a branch like no embalming is like the inside <laughs> stuff but mummification is like the whole shebang okay well anyway he we'll was do, like we'll talk about embalming we'll get there they were literally about to like you know do Crap whatever they do and he sat up and was like uh-uh uh-uh i, uh-uh, I uh-uh. have to come back no and no, they were you like can't You're what loud what and and so he said I ha- I've come back because my brother is dead. And they're like, uh, bruh, your brother's not no, dead. No, you wrote him a letter. Exactly. <laughs> he can't be dead. You wrote him a letter. Three minutes later, a servant bursts through the doors and says, your brother's dead. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Holy shit. I know. Ow. Do you hit your nose? Yeah, I got my septum pierced yesterday, and I just yesterday. hit myself in the face, and it hurt really bad. Ouch. So I, yeah, no, it's fresh. They had to pierce it twice. Ooh. Because my septum is tilted. Oh. Just my luck, right? Yeah. 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 So I look really hot, <laughs> but it does hurt when you hit okay. it. Okay. So anyway, continue. I okay. was just really... Holy fuck, my guy. Yes. So... 
And that's so he just like undead himself. Correct. And that's not the only case. Like there were others. I won't go into others because I but don't. We're gonna get into. I them vaguely at some remember point. them. Yes. So what I'm hearing is we're talking about this later. Yes. Okay. I think we should. I want to. Uh, maybe I'll even finish the book. <laughs> maybe I'll read the book in the first place. Mm. No one get your hopes up. Anyway, um, so uh, another large portion of people ha- see either their dead relatives or people who are about to die. Not many people see other people who are alive. It's usually other people who are dead. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's bonkers. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like I need to do more research on this. I need to decompress. But um, what do you have? So I was going to do a psychology episode, as I mentioned, but I'm going to save it, which is probably good because it would have been too much. Oh, I'm yes. not realizing. OK, yeah. With with everything that we just dealt with. So. Uh, we we can't talking. just continuously blow their minds. No, right. Your mind needs a little rest. Um, so today we're going to be talking about this little place that you might have heard of called the Lost City of Atlantis. <gasps> I know. I don't know that I know you that. You've never no, heard of Atlantis? Like Aquaman? Oh, God. Yeah? No, You're maybe? getting somewhere. Sort of? Okay. You're getting somewhere. So... Atlantis is interesting. I never would have thought to do this, but I was like looking up on the interwebs some histories, mysteries type thing. Because love I love that. me a good history mystery. Yes. And I saw Atlantis and I was like, how is Atlantis a history mystery? Like it's it's a place and now it's underwater. I was misled. What? All 18 years of my time on Earth, I thought that Atlantis was just a place that like sunk. Okay, can I relate to that? You and absolutely say, can. I spent eighteen years not knowing that teeth are not in fact bones. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bones. <laughs> like how? Do, wh- what? <laughs> They're not bones. <laughs> how do I know this? You ask because we were playing Kahoot, and one of the <laughs> Kahoot questions was, "How many bones does a shark have?" And I was like, "Oh, they got like two hundred and forty teeth." Stop! 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 They have stop. no bones, and I was like, "How's that possible?" <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, teeth are bones. What? Wow! All right. Well, yeah. So anyway, um. I don't know why. I don't know how I got that idea in my brain, but I just always thought that Atlantis was like a place that just sunk. It's not. Um, so, um, this is the type of thing we edit out. <laughs> um, so there's something we need to get cleared up right off the bat. Though I can't say this with 100% certainty, and no one really can. Everyone has their, like, it's one of those things where, like, everyone has their beliefs. And the general belief is pretty much agreed upon. There's a couple people that don't agree. And there's no, like, 100% evidence either way. But generally, the majority of the evidence points to the idea that the city of Atlantis was not real. It was never real. It never existed. And it was all made up by the Greek philosopher Plato. Okay. See, that's what I thought. I was like, what are you talking about? That's real? No, No, it's not. I don't know. I think I saw it in a movie once. So it's not real. It's not real. 
you thought it was talked about like it is okay but it's not okay it's definitely not real i should i can't say definitely i didn't say that it's almost definitely not real so a little background on atlantis for people who don't know i didn't even really know i'd kind of just heard the name so this is it was cool for me to learn as the myth goes, the city of Atlantis was founded by a group of half-god, half-humans who formed a utopian society, which is essentially like a, a perfect society. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. They had an abundance of precious metals and exotic wildlife, so it was just, everything was going great. I found this quote from an anthropologist with the last name Orser. I couldn't find his first name, but I want to give him credit because he said it, not me. Um, and... Uh, it says the legend of Atlantis is a story about moral spiritual people who lived in a highly advanced utopian civilization but they became greedy petty and morally bankrupt and the gods became angry because the people had lost their way and turned to immoral pursuits so as a punishment the gods sent one terrible night of fire and earthquakes that caused Atlantis to sink into the sea which explains why like you can't find it so I at least I guess you didn't, but I at least grew up with a lot of media that basically fed me like Atlantis propaganda that was like, it's somewhere in the ocean. Oh, okay. I saw a movie once where people found it and it like rose out of the ocean and it made like the big rumbling noise. And, like, <laughs> and then Atlantis like rose and there was a lot of bubbles and they're like, oh my God, it's the lost city of Atlantis. And I was like, holy shit, it must be real. <laughs> Cause I was stupid. Um, so that's, as the story goes, it was great. And then the gods were like, y'all suck, actually. And sunk it deep into the ocean with, like, fire and shit. And then it was down there. Ocean fire? Well, like, the city was on fire. <laughs> okay. It was an island. I, okay. And then it sunk into the ocean. Got it. Probably as, like, aftermath of it being on fire. Sure, that's how that works. It's not even real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just gonna have to... You're just going to have to trust me on this Okay. Um, So it's assumed by historians such as Robert Ballard that the philosopher Plato invented the city of Atlantis as a way for him to convey his philosophical beliefs on concepts such as human nature, ideal societies, and the gradual corruption of human society, which you can kind of see through the story. Like I explained, everything was great. People got greedy. The gods were like, y'all suck. Fire sinking death. Okay. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of fascinating that Plato did it that way. Kind of gaslighting people, maybe. It's fine. We don't have to talk about that. So, another thing that's kind of funky about Atlantis is that for as much as people like talk about it, it's been said to be located just about any place you can imagine from, like, Spain to the Mediterranean Sea Hmm. to under the continent of Antarctica. Because that makes sense. Um, and I couldn't even find like a solid, like how there's a general consensus that it's not real. There's no general consensus that it's like in a place. It just like, <laughs> like okay. everyone's like, it could be somewhere, but that's part of, I think one of the things that feeds into the whole, like it's lost and we just haven't found it yet because where are you going to find it? If it's under Antarctica, we're not going to find it. How are you going to get under there? Very fair. I, I mean, unless it melts, which could but happen. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> right now. Um, I when I when I said in the trailer that we were going to make you cry, that's not what I meant. Um, so another fun fact that I thought just might be good to mention, since we're talking about it being made up and all that stuff, is that literally the 
only written record of Atlantis ever comes from Plato himself. So the fact Wait. that anyone is what? like the fact that anyone is out here like Atlantis is real. Hold on. Hold on. The man said, "Hey y'all, Atlantis is not real." No, and that's Plato the never only said evidence? it wasn't real. But Plato wrote about Atlantis. Okay. But Plato writing about Atlantis is the only record of Atlantis ever. I see. So no one else was ever like Atlantis. It was just Plato being like, "Guys, let me tell you a little story." <laughs> That's exactly how I said so, it. I read that. So really, it's like he's a storyteller. It's like if you read Alice in Wonderland and then went, Wonderland is real. Okay. But no one can say that Wonderland Wait, is real. Wait, you didn't know Wonderland is real? Oh, fuck. Wait, <laughs> should I stop recording? Should I? Just like... No, but it's, it's like that. Like if I was like, Wonderland is a real place. No, because the only person that's ever written about Wonderland is the guy that wrote Alice in Wonderland. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. I mean, there were movies and whatnot after, well, but yes, yeah, I understand. But, but they're not real; they're fake. Okay, there's movies about Atlantis too. Very true. <sighs> okay, I see. Brain exploded. Dots are connecting. The dots are it. I almost said it's like a big maze. <laughs> nope. It's been a long day, guys. In case my nose hurts, so brain's not working very well. Um, so. Just one little, one little more thing, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, while very few scientists and historians believe that Atlantis was real, any anyone would like have a brain. It's like it's not really real. Some have argued that the stories could be logical or at least like based on real life events. Um, so Robert Ballard, as I mentioned earlier, noted that quote the legend of Atlantis is a logical one since cataclysmic floods and volcanic explosions have happened throughout history, Pompeii and things like that. Volcanoes Understand. do explode. Things okay. do sink. Um, including an event that led to some similarities to the story of the destruction about, of Atlantis. About 3,600 years ago, a massive volcanic eruption devastated the island of Santorini in the Aegean Sea near Greece. And at this time, a highly advanced society of Minoans lived on Santorini. We're seeing some things connect the dots. Utopian-like thing taken down by a volcano, fire bump. <laughs> city melting um got it <laughs> you like my fire i, I love it thank you uh the minoan civilization civilization disappeared suddenly at about the same time as the volcanic eruption but ballard doesn't think that santorini was atlantis because time of the eruption on the island doesn't really line up it just was like people were like well it could have been this and everyone's like no it couldn't have but plato could have gotten some of the inspiration for the story from somewhere which i thought was interesting so that is your little super brief, very <laughs> lesson on the quote unquote heavy air quotes lost city of Atlantis. If anyone wants to go digging under Antarctica to find it, keep me updated. I'm intrigued. Don't actually do that. Probably not safe. Atlantis. Who knew? Not I'd, me. I didn't. Not you. <laughs> Maybe the person listening. I don't know. We can't hear them. So that's it. But before we go, we've got to bring back something from season one. What? Something, what? What? Something very important. What? 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 My favorite segment. Um, I'm still so proud of that. So, Sammy, what, what have you been listening to? What's your favorite song right now? I know it's been a while. What's your favorite song right now? <sighs> I agree with that 
My favorite song right now is Machine, and I actually think you'd really like it. Machine by whom? Mr. Wives. Okay. I want to say. Interesting. It's really good. You know, one of those, like, girl power. Mm. At least I feel like Mm -hmm. girl power. Mm -hmm. It speaks girl power to me. Love it. We love to hear it. Yes. And what have you, excuse me, been watching or listening to or reading all the above? Hmm. Well, I recently read Red, White, and Royal Blue. I have to read that. It's really Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And I have recently watched Abbott Elementary. That's a good show. Yes. I've seen that one. I love me a good little family family sitcom. Yeah. They're so cute. They're so good. My favorite song right now is probably Remy Wolf's cover of Pink and White by Frank Ocean. Okay. It it scratches a little itch in my brain. It sounds so nice. Um... (laughs) The right the the normal version is good too, but like Remy Wolf, her voice is incredible. And I've been reading Delilah Green doesn't care. It's very oh, good. you might like it. Okay, it's a very it's a it's a romance novel about Ooh. women falling in love. <gasps> My fave, love it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I recently watched. I watched Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark yesterday. We watched that together, right? We did, and I swear that is... Mm, it's easier to swallow in the daylight. The only the only one, like, the only thing that, like, freaked me out was that scene... I think they're in the hospital. The, and it's, the uh, red room with the blonde uh, lady? Chloe uh, had to leave. <laughs> Chloe had to leave that's the living room. The, that's the only one that I was like, oh, God. And then oh I God. tried to give oh her a hug, and she didn't like that. <laughs> um, and then I also watched uh, Get Out. Which is like a psychological thriller. Oh. Is that the one you guys watched in psychology or did you watch a different uh, one? No, I think we watched Us. Okay. Because, okay, that's actually good to know because I was going to, never mind, I'll tell you about that later. I won't spoil <laughs> anything. Okay. Um, It was incredible. If uh, See, I like spooky movies and scary things and I'm not very easily scared. I was creeped. Like, I was spooked oh, wow. watching that movie. Okay. The acting was incredible. The story was bonkers. If you like scary things, spooky things, watch it. 10 out of 10. Recommend. And that's it. That's all we got. Um, what is that thing you used to do? The What, what should we appreciate? Sammy, what should we appreciate this week? <sighs> okay, we're going to go deep. Oh, my. I mean, we've gone pretty deep today. We might as well keep going. I think that we, in, in seeing that we are going to be in college... <gasps> When this episode comes out. Uh, yeah. Uh. I think we need to appreciate our childhood homes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. This, Like, sometimes I'm like, I don't love, uh, sometimes I don't love my house. Like, yeah. there's a nest of hornets flying yeah. around my backyard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. you know what, though? You know what? I'm only here for three more days. Mm. You know? Three whole days. <laughs> oh. I have 18 hours. I haven't started packing for college yet, for reference. Anyway, appreciate your childhood home. home. And with it, your family. Mm -hmm. Because you You know you're going to miss them eventually. You tell them, Sammy. Alrighty. Um, 
we, as you might know, are part of the wonderful, incredible, amazing Podmoth Network. Tons of incredible shows on there. There's some spooky ones. There's more funny ones. Everything in between. Go check them out. Every show in that network is amazing. They're all great people, and they all make amazing shows. All the information for that will be in the show notes, as well as all of our sources from today's episode. You can find us on Instagram at OffBeatWorm. You can email us, OffBeatWorm at gmail.com. I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Glad to be back. Me too. And we're glad that you're here listening to us be back. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great drive. And we'll catch you on on the offbeat. offbeat.